Welcome to TM Food Biz Podcast. It is a podcast for all the future food moguls and food enthusiasts in general. This podcast helps you with hacks and tools that helps you to start, launch and grow your food business, particularly in the packaged food space. This episode was brought to you by Nature Crowers. Nature Crowers is a company that does hydroponics installation, design and also farming of lettuce and herbs. If you want to, for more information, please contact them at naturecrowers.com or simply Google them. Welcome to TM Food Bees Podcast, man. Uh, our guest today, I've got a very special guest. I know that we say we've got a very special guest each and every episode, but this one is extra, extra special. And his name is Teldo Shibengwa. He's the founder of LC of Nataria. An agro-processing company that processes, that process, import, and export dry fruits, nuts, and uh, um, uh, amongst other things, man. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, sure, sure. Let me just tell you, like, how I really knew of you. It's uh, a while back on on Twitter. I think you went viral. You posted that you you were thriving in. In a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a nut business that is normally mainly dominated by white establishment but you as a black man that is actually uh, playing that space is actually not just playing it but actually dominating that was very inspiring because as a person that is also in the food business it, it was really really fascinating but before we get to that point in terms of the pinnacle can you just take us back into like your your childhood man how was it where did you grow up and stuff like that uh, um i grew up in in a village called manamani i don't know manamani in in venda it's uh just outside Tendo. that's where I, I i i was born and that's when oh, that's where i grew up and i went to school in a local primary school there and uh, uh high school i went to the, the location of the castle Yes. Uh, for high school and then from there I left I went to University of Pretoria I, I tried my luck with uh, Bicom Bicom Gen and then you know it didn't work out anymore. and then uh, from there I changed course I went to the University of Western Cape I did my LLP uh, after which I finished I did my master's in the state in dispute resolution in this business um, and then came, come, coming back I did my articles and I worked as a lawyer I think in total of about uh, three and a half years if not four years if I'm not mistaken. so background wise that's the the uh, the short of it of course there's always the long of it which um, if you ask more questions maybe, maybe we can dive in and you know address a few things but yeah, yeah. Uh, that's quite straightforward I, 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 I think and uh, in terms of Nataria we started Nataria uh, trading under a different name in 2013 and then started trading as Nataria uh, about three years ago that, uh, that's when we started Nataria kind of officially just so the idea of creating a brand and creating recognition within the space of uh, of of of, of uh, snacking so we like to, to, to see ourselves as a as a snack company you 
know, trying to develop new snacks, new trends, new flavors, new things that people would like to announce. Oh no 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 that's no, no, beautiful man just to back I wanted to backtrack in terms and just backtrack a little bit like your before the launch of your your, your Nataria I just wanted to know like your relationship with with, uh, with food or agro processing how did it uh how how did that start um you know I I didn't have any relationship with uh, food or agro processing apart from you know, eating food. Okay. Uh, so the, all all these things were just a moment of trial and error. So uh, the idea that uh, uh, that I had was that I want to do things the correct way. I want to have proper do- documentation. I want to have proper track record. I want to have proper everything. I want to go for training. When I want to enrich ourselves. So we started like a, 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 like any other, and then we we're building blocks of trying to build. Um, different aspects of the business. Started by, I started by trading through the, through the phone and relying mostly from my suppliers to do the delivery. And from there, we developed, the, then we added one element, we added the other element, we added the other element, up to, up to the point where we are today, having a, a, a warehouse and employees and uh, consistent customers. But, you know, we, we started with one product and then we, we keep on adding one more and keep on adding one more as the data rises because I figured that um, I must be known for one, 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 one thing. I had to decide what is that thing that I want anybody in the industry to know before and that was Macadamia. I wanted everybody to think of me when, when they think of Macadamia. And then because if I added too many things and then it kind of confuses the people and the brand. So the brand as it says nataria the first word is nuts so we start with nuts and then we then add some some uh, um, uh, dried fruits and then we're gonna add some more interesting uh, flavors and more interesting uh, unique products in the next few coming months but we keep innovating so that uh, that's what it came about mm, mm, mm. no 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 i get it so at the time like when we, you were starting did you uh, understand the scale of of of, of the the whole agro processing uh, industry in, in in Africa, or you just like doing trial and error. Was there any research that you 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 yes, you, you I, uh, 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 in, uh, of course, you I did like a research. Yeah, I I I did desktop research. I basically log in and then find out. Oh, okay, who consumes this kind of stuff? Who sells it? you know um who exported and to where do they export it to and why you know some basic things but but you know the, my attitude in life it's always been like start i i just want to start nothing nothing more i just want to start the moment i start that uh, that is when i figure out the other stuff later on but the the genesis of everything is to start you figure out everything is there to be learned and then we made a lot of mistakes some of them expensive but my aim was that i want to start and when when i started this is how i want to do i want to register a company i want to uh, register for text i want to be a vet vendor i want to have certificates i want to have paperwork i, I just didn't want to be in the middle of nowhere like oh fine you give me money pay me cash whatever it's okay i want to have I, I want to be recognized and i want to be seen in, in I wanted them to see that we're doing something. So, yes, even today I'm still learning. There's years of business that I don't really understand, that I'm still learning and learning to myself. But the important thing for me was to start. The moment you start, 
you realize that, uh, that, that at some point you have to put yourself in a position where failure is not an option. But, but, but if you never start, if you never have the, the chance to fail or to succeed. So for us, for me, it was just starting. I didn't care whether I know or don't know. As soon as I have the product, I wanted to start. Okay, fine. Where do I get it? I find it. Okay, who do I sell it to? Then I call people. people. I pick up the phone and I call guys. Oh, listen, I have this product at this price. Do you want it or not? They said, no, it's too expensive. I'm like, okay, fine. How much do you need to pay for it? You know, and then uh, they, they tell me, how do you want it packaged? Then they tell me, how do you want it to look like? Then they tell me, and then I say, okay, fine. I'll do it for you. And then I go do the research. Okay, can you give me something that, that looks like this and this and that and that and that? Then they provide it to me and then I supply it to the guy. But the whole point, point, point is that we, we just had to understand who the customer is and what the requirement is. Mm-hmm. And that is quite important for for my learning circle. You know, and I, I, I need to know with everything, we need to know the, uh, the customer, uh, the customer mm-hmm. in order for us to understand the need. What is the need? I don't have any background in agro-processing, I don't have any background in macadamia or agric. I don't even have any background in business. I don't even have anything. My background is in law. I'm a lawyer by trade. The other stuff, I just learn. As I go, I figure out how to do an invoice. What what, 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 uh, what are the requirements of an invoice? I Google this and then I get a term template. I, I copy it, I make it my own, I created my own uh, um, uh, letterhead on do you know the way word art? Yeah, I I did it. I created that created a small logo. I put it there. You know, try and error and ask what works for me. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 yo, that's 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 very important because uh, there's certainly there's only so much that you can actually even if maybe you want to to build a school to actually study like business, there's only so much that you can actually learn from the books because they don't really teach you the the, the, the nuances. The, the nuances are only yes. going to experience them once you actually start operating the business, which is yes. which I, I really fully agree with you that sometimes you just have to just get started and figure it out or al- al- yeah. along, al- along the way. Along the way. So like in, in your yeah. starting journey, have you been bootstrapping all the way or you you got some funding, whether it was uh, funding initially or just to, to scale, was there funding or you just no. stepping all the way? No, I never got funding. Yeah. I, I, I didn't get any funding from anybody when I started. Only later when I got, got some cash, but in, in the beginning, this is how I do it. Um, but by the time I had a... I had a uh, I when when I was a lawyer, I, I had a credit card. On that credit card, I think I had a limit of about uh, I think it was thirteen thousand rand, if I'm not mistaken. So I I used that credit limit to uh, to start. So I bought a a, a, a stock of thirteen thousand rand, and then to top up the uh, the stock, I started to ask other people to sell on that behalf. Remember, the reason why I started the, the, the business or how the business started is because I was assisting my mom. It's because my mom wanted me to negotiate deals on a behalf. She wanted me to talk to customers. She wanted me to do an invoice. She wanted me to, to do a whole lot of stuff. So what I then did is that uh, I started to make me uh, make it formal. I was like, okay, fine, that's fine. If you're going to say, um, 
you want me to call the supplier or this customer to ask them to give the one the product it's fine but what i want what i'll do is that i'll add my own two rent you know you tell me the price you're selling the stuff for 90 rand a kg i'll add two rent i'll send it for 92 rand a kg and then i ask the customer to pay to my account once they pay to my account and then i give my mother hair share and then i can remain with, with, with the two rent so that help is, 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 is because i wasn't an active participant so i didn't need cash to actually run the business oh, yeah. besides when when i said to buy my own stock and stuff but i all i needed was to find who is a supplier and find out who was the product it's as simple as if you know that oh okay fine pig and pay is looking for cabbages let's say a thousand cabbages you are you ask pig and pay how much are you going to pay for it they tell you we'll pay 15 rand a cabbage right and then you know a farmer somewhere let's say northwest and then you go there and they'll be like okay fine can i please have cabbages they were like, okay fine how much uh, the cabbages are seven rand each and they're like okay fine i'll pay you nine rand provided that i'll pay you tomorrow when my client pays me they're like okay fine cool that's fine and then you take the cabbage and then you take it to pick and pay pick and pay pays you you pay the uh, the supplier the balance and then you, you profit something like six rand a cabbage that's how i started and then finding more people finding more customers finding more suppliers and that expand business which 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 meant that i wasn't necessarily in the back foot when i started i, I was kind of cash flow positive even though i use a bit bit of money from my current credit card because i realized that to increase my margins i can't just keep on charging two rent i must therefore buy my own product and get, get a certain price and sell this at another price so i figured a, a, a unique way of addressing the problem of money before i even started yeah, yeah, let's 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 prop because you basically what you did, you sorted out the the marketing. You started at the front end, dealing with the yes. marketing first rather than the product, because product can always be sorted out. But the, the market, which yeah, exactly. most, yeah, because many entrepreneurs start with the product and forget the market. So you did the the episode, yeah. the, the, other the, the other way around. You started with the market, and then you as a way of uh, of of fixing your your, your margins. You fix it back, mm. backwards now. Oh, no, exactly, no. exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. so, 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 so the important thing for for that strategy is that you you must do the best homework. You you must try to find out as many people as possible. It's because if you don't know where 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 to get the product at the best possible possible price, then then it's not gonna work. If you don't know that, uh, uh, that you can go there and then tell the people that, listen, I can sell your product tomorrow provided that you give, give me this price, then you won't have a business. So so you, 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 you have to dip down in terms of what is the requirement of the customer and where to get the, uh, the supply from. And then you just ensure that the supply and again the customer then uh, they never meet no on on the matter what because your business rests solely on the laziness of the supply so you give the uh, the supply is lazy to do a google search and find 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 out who, who the clients that buy the product are then you are still in the game mm-hmm. yeah. no, no 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 solid man are uh, we've on our on this podcast our our listeners we call them the moguls so they heard that you coming to the show so they sent me some questions that i should ask okay. you yeah yeah so the first uh 
question that they ask me is that uh, are you open for mentorship to, yeah, to mentor uh, for, to mentor some business to, 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 to mentor somebody or for them to mentor me no no for, you, uh, for, for, for you for you to mentor somebody for this, this, this it, yes um, um, I'm, I'm open to it by, but but only in a limited uh, numbers because um, we are still growing growing the business so I wouldn't take let's say 10 mentors or, or even five Pro- yeah. probably one or two is more than enough so I'm up, up, up to it but, but, but only in a limited number okay no 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 solid guys here yeah. right he's open to it just that you just have to hustle find a way of hustling him on Twitter, yeah. maybe you might get yourself a, a mentor. And then another yeah. question that came through is, uh, uh, are you interested in, like, uh, are you eager for, for joint venture? Are there any joint venture interests that you may require to... That, uh, yeah. yeah, so I, I, I believe that that, that uh, the more we are, the, the, the better we can make it. So I don't know everything, right? I don't have all the con- contacts. I don't know everybody. So, uh, what I what, what I look look for in a joint venture is somebody that uh, that adds value, adding something that I can I don't have or I can't do. So mm-hmm. it it serves no purpose of someone somebody someone somebody else telling me, okay, fine, uh, let's work together and then uh, uh, um, point me the direction that uh, that I already know or yeah. doesn't add any value. So for me, for, for me, I believe strongly in, in, in value education. And again, I believe that the money is there to be shared amongst everybody. So you, I, I can't be saying, oh, I'll do it alone, I'll make it. No, it doesn't work that way. So unfortunately, in this world, we need, we need to collaborate. We need, we need to hear different ideas. We need to hear different perspectives. So I'm always keen to say, okay, fine. Let's work together, provided that uh, that you benefit something from me, and I benefit something from you. It's because if I only benefit, I won't do it, and if you only benefit, I won't do it as well. So in, 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 it needs to be mutual. We need to draw something out of this. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I partnered with many people. Some are, some are, some of them more experienced than me in, in terms of a deal. They'll come to me and oh, listen. I've got a deal that we need to export ABC to this place. And okay, fine. Let's do it. I'll supply you the product, you do the processing, you do whatever it is, and then we sell, and then we get the money, and then you get your share, and then I get mine. And in that way, it, 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 it works really well. It's because they're providing some something that I cannot do. They have a customer that um, I don't know and I cannot supply, and then I'm providing them with a product that they don't have at the time. So it kind of it's synergies that works and then that correspond really early well and we capitalize on each other's expertise within with, with the industry yeah yeah no no that, that's because you are true because you don't want to be carrying some you want the collaboration to to ease some load of you or expand exactly. in both yes. ways yeah yeah that's 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 very true yeah. Then, so, of, yeah. uh, so so what 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 some people if people come and say the uh, the black oh I know somebody that buys macadamia or that buys that. Okay, so if I tell you their name, how, how much are you gonna give me? Like, no, mm. nothing. <laughs> so that's not a collaboration. That's mm. uh, that's just a, 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 a lead. If you come to me like, okay, I have, I have an order of this product and this one, and then you have got supply. 
how about we work together? The price that I charge them is this and then this. So, you know, it shows that somebody have done their homework. You know, not just giving me an email address and expect me to do all the work and then share my profit. It doesn't work that way. And you get this in my books, perhaps. Yeah, no, 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 that's true, that's true. And then, uh, one of, okay, another question that came through was the the legal requirements when it comes to packaging. There's someone just uh, asked that question. Um, there's no legal requirement for packaging. You can package anything the way that you want. There's, a, there's only a legal requirement for how you keep your product. Okay. If your product, let's say, like how, how, how you produce your product, how you handle your product, how you do all this, that's the legal requirement. The packaging, you can do whatever you want. This, you can be free to do what you want. Uh, and maybe your customer will tell you, okay, if, if you want to supply to me, these are one thing it can be. That, that, that might be a requirement then. But in, in terms of the actual, let's say, a requirement to say, okay, packaging must be A, B, C, and D, no, there's no such thing. In, uh, legally speaking or prescribed by by a government or whatever, no, there's no such thing. But there's a requirement that if, if you handle food, this, this is the uh, 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 things that you must do or follow. Uh, you can't, you, you know, you, you can't have things, 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 allergy. You must have a station to wash hands, to sanitize. You must have a uniform. You can be, you know, there's a lot of things that are there in terms of your facility and your space where you produce the, the food, not about the packaging itself. Oh, no, no, that's clear, man. Solid. And then uh, another question that came was the challenges. The challenges you've encountered thus far. So I can hear you. The, la- the last okay. question, that, the another question that came was the challenges that you faced thus far. The challenges we faced that far. So um, we had a lot of funding challenges, and, 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 and we still do it because to grow and to expand, you need cash, and often than not, the profits are not realized immediately at that particular point. It takes a time for you, for you to, to realize the potential or the the, uh, the profit you invest today and then you get the return in two to three years. So that, uh, that has been a problem. Secondly, it's been access to markets and what I call the evergreen contracts. Those con- contracts that, uh, that you go to a retailer now and you tell them that listen i want to supply you with, with abc and then they tell that oh listen no 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 we won't just because we, we've been working with this company for 40, 40 years and we are not going to change anytime soon so there's there's people that that stifle and limit com, com, competition just because a contract has been there for 20 years then then they don't even allow you to bid for it they won't allow you to offer a better price they just tell you that okay and we spend so much time with these guys we are loyal to them they are loyal to us and this big change some some sometimes don't understand that you know in business we, we need to allow the competition for the benefit of the customers even if they understand they send it they, they, they just don't care this leaves new people in the market to, to, to suffer it, it becomes extremely difficult to establish anything it becomes hard for you to have a brand to build a brand to be recognized and uh, another thing is that uh, um, uh, what, what, what I have experienced is a bigger challenge is that 
the inherent prejudice. So um, the private sector sometimes think that just because you're black, your benefit is going to come from elsewhere or your success comes from elsewhere. Like, oh, go to government. We monopolize the private sector. So this is like the attitude, like, this is not your space. You're not supposed to be here kind of thinking. And that then for becomes a bigger uh, problem is because you feel like you're being judged simply because of who you are, not based on the product that, uh, that you are offering. And uh, lastly, um, another thing is to convince the, the export market that, uh, that they, you are a legit supplier. It's quite hard because in the world we live in now, we live in a place where people have us and got us and all these things. And, you know, it's hard to to justify to people that, listen, listen I might be small, but I can deliver. So that uh, that has been, become a challenge and we've lost quite a few deals uh, come to mind about two right out of my head now that we have lost. Just because, because you can see that, you know, they think that you, uh, you cannot supply and they don't believe your capabilities and your successes simply because you are seen as, oh, you know what, we we employ, let's say, five people, we employ ten people. They're like, no, there's no way you can deliver that. But they don't understand your inherent business strategies and how you build your company. So those are, those are some, some of the views that I've noticed and I've realized that uh, has been challenges for us. No, no, no. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Just uh, let me just squeeze in another question before my last question. Uh, there's uh-huh. like, like the issue now, there's an issue where basically I don't know how have you handled this uh, this problem where basically finances in terms of terms because in terms of agro and agriculture uh, it, it takes time to really uh, get back the value of, of, of investment in terms of how are they handling those conversations where maybe they can give when you, when you engage with uh, financers in terms of uh, paper payrolls because they find out maybe you're going to be investing maybe a certain amount to your business but you'll only be yielding results maybe after four years not maybe in 12 months time or after seven years for example how are you handling such conversations with uh financials that uh, it's gonna take take time for you to to yield back the returns on investment so um what i normally do right when when when, when it comes to things that i'm not expecting Right. I normally outsource, so I normally outsource my to a funding consultant. I'll be like, you know what? That's, that, uh, that's the first thing that I do. I outsource. I like, not and I won't have the time, nor am I an expert. So there's no point in spending years and years trying to convince people in a language that they won't understand. So I, from a certain point in my life, I started to you know, just hire somebody. I'm like, okay, fine. If you have funding consultant, come and consult with with me, and then we'll. We'll figure figure it out, or you tell me what you want to. Do. So, what uh, what I then did is that in terms of the return taking forever, is that uh, the emphasis that uh, that we put in, like now at the level of business that uh, that we are in, is the uh, vertical integration of our businesses. So let's say that we now we are we are looking for funding of a new product or of a farm or something else. So. We, we can convince the funder based on the current model we've got that, okay, given that uh, that you're making a profit after X March, if you give us the money in two years, we're going to be twofold. However, in the meantime, we can be able to 
spread or, or give you x amount of cash as as the return or if you wait uh, a certain period of time uh, uh, will make make it more what you, what you want so we basically give them a better proposition that waiting wait, wait, waiting is worth it waiting is not a waste of their time uh, it, it means that if you wait, wait wait for it then it means that we're gonna get a better uh, at the end it's a better it, 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 it serves the current company to wait as opposed to reap your benefit now because if you withdraw all the time your your profit then the business never grows so you need to be in a position there whereby if you 100 grand you invested it grows to 200 300 400 and so on and so forth then you need to give it time you know with, with investment everything is done with, with time and the second part is that you need to be transparent with your investors you you, you can't treat them as if they don't understand or they're stupid you, 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 you need to be say okay fine this is where your money management is going and this is the model of it all this is the full cycle till profitability and some some guys and you also need to tell them that you need to prove to them that uh, that you are reliable it's because in any investment investment that takes let's say two to three years five years whatever it is before you you get a return no one is going to trust that they're going to get their return until they're competent that you as the jockey of the business you're capable of delivering on the mandate that they're trusting you with so you, you need to show your honesty to an extent you, you, you need to disclose more than what you're uh, what you're com- uh, comfortable with to, uh, to, to say basically i'm a good guy i'm not gonna run, 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 run away i'm here for the long term and i'm investing in spaces that, that you're gonna be comfortable with and i'll give you reports per monthly weekly or how, however they want it, so that they are more comfortable that okay today this is this, or this month they invested cash in terms of buying of stock the return and then next month you update them okay this is what's going to happen happen the more transparent you are the more comfortable and willing people are to give you the money uh, the money uh, the money and the better the return if you if, if you can make it then it makes all the things when uh, it is a bit better for you in terms of convincing an investor oh no 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 man thank you thank you thank you very much uh last question that i ask everyone that comes on the podcast man what's your dream for africa what's your what what's your dream for africa well that's uh, that's, uh, that's a very low loaded question for, for me because i'm i am passionate about trade and i'm passionate about trade within the african space um um I want to live in a space or in an Africa whereby it's easier to trade with Namibia, it's easier to trade with Zambia, or it's easier to, 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 to trade with uh, Tanzania, as it is easy to do it with, with the US and Europe. So I, I, I want to see an Africa whereby um, I, 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 I can buy maize meal that was manufactured or produced in in Zimbabwe or Malawi, I guess, opposed to Brazil or America. So I, 
I've uh, I like to say uh, to to see a more integrated Af- Africa, and I think that the reason why we are so disconnected or disintegrated in terms of business wise is because it's more e- expensive to to ship your product uh, to to Zimbabwe. Like now, if I have Macadamia now, and I want to send them to Zimbabwe or bring them to Zimbabwe, I'll pay the same amount of money as I would to send it to London. But the difference in kilometers is crazy. From from where I am now, Joe, to Zimbabwe, it takes me before sunset. I'll be there. But uh, if you get a quote for for, for for transport, they'll tell you that transport a container they cost you twenty grand. The same twenty grand it can cost me to ship some some something from Durban to China. So they say uh, they say disconnect in terms of what politicians talk about and what is happening on the ground. And if you are lucky, you won't even be able to take the product that far because there is a lot of red tape. There's a lot of where, why they can't cross it, whatever it is, the paperwork and whatever it is. Most of it is due to corruption, most of it is due to incompetence, most of it is due to bad policies. But I just want to see uh, an Africa where in South Africa we can drink coffee from more coffee from uh, Kenya as opposed to Colombia. It's because you know, there's a lot of things that needs to be done for that to happen, but, but it's so sad that. Uh, um, I can easily access continents away, but but but, uh, but 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 within my continent, it's quite difficult and it's quite hard to to to, to, to trade with the, with them. So that's what I want to see. And in lastly, I want to see uh, us producing quality product, product that competes with uh, the global world, not just any product uh, or not just raw my materials, but and the product, I want to see us developing, a, a selling chocolate as opposed to a cocoa. I want to see us selling roasted cocoa, coffee beans as opposed to raw coffee beans. I want to see us selling macadamia flour as opposed to just macadamia and shell. So I want to see us doing more agro processing. I want to see us establishing and developing our own people through the idea of process, through the idea of value addition, through the idea of putting, putting in uh, um, more effort and to bring it down to God. It doesn't make sense. There's land, there's productive land, there's rainfall, there's all the resources to in order to satisfy the hunger for tomatoes in Ghana. But most of it, it comes from Italy, most of it comes from China. But you ask yourself, but why? What makes it much more economically viable for somebody in China to plant tomatoes and to rip them and to can them and send them to Africa and beat the price of everybody in Africa? How do they do it? What are we missing? What is the missing link that you're not doing there? Because it doesn't make sense. They've got shipping costs. Even the worst of in Italy is because the wages in Italy are so much higher. They are in a different currency which is stronger than in most of Africa, like euros. How can they produce in euros and then we, we, we can't manage to compete with them in that scale? Part of it is mechanization. They use more machines and less people. They use more developed industries. They have more advanced agro 
uh, processing factories that cut on costs and that uh, that cut on wastages. So all these things, I want to see an Africa where we develop our own machinery that are adaptable to the conditions that we're in, in order for us to reap the best benefit, enough for us to feed our people. It, it, I don't think it's acceptable for us to buy tomatoes anyway. Really now, we can do it here. We can do it here. We don't need to compete. We can be the best in doing so because Africa is prone that it, 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 it's in a best position to achieve this because we have got the youngest population. We have got the fastest growing economies. We have got, you know, we've got all the ingredients to be successful. But there's just some certain thing that's missing there. We would like to buy. Oh, let's buy Italian tomatoes. Tomatoes are tomatoes. We mm-hmm. can do it here. That's basically what I think in a nutshell, and what I think that in Africa. We, uh, we, uh, we can do. It's enough. We can't keep on eating chickens from Brazil. Why are we eating chickens from uh, from Brazil? You can have farms here in Jobek that are more profitable, but that can do this at a lower cost. But the difference is that in Brazil, they have got one million chickens that die in the farm or whatever it is. But, but, but here, we are small scale. We are not advancing enough to be competitive in terms of pricing, in terms of product quality. Our technology needs to be improved. But it's not impossible. I want to, in my lifetime, to live in an Africa whereby we are the biggest exporters, particularly of food, because we've got the biggest arable land in the world. And we've got land here to, for days. Even here, even if you drive from here to Deben, if you drive from here to Venda, if you drive from here to any direction here, you will definitely see more farmland, more arable land, but we are still being beat. Why? I don't know. I think that we need to, as young people, as entrepreneurs, we need to develop an Africa that can be economically competitive. We start by agro-processing. We start by feeding our own people. Once our people are fed, everything else will follow. We, 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 we don't need China to order anything from. We can't be eating Chinese food. It doesn't make sense. For me, it baffles me why we still do the derivative. Today. Even in South Africa, we import so much chicken. Why? I don't know. We've got so much land, we've got so much farmers, we've got so much space. We can do this ourselves. But I think that we need a different mindset. We need a different policies that make makes trade easier. We need a different uh, development that makes it cheaper to transport between one country to the other. But that is a secondary issue because that will come the more trading we do. Uh, we, we, we do. The more we trade with each other, these things are going to be cheaper. So the reason why it's cheaper to, to, to ship to China is because Chinese sell us a, a lot of stuff. So the containers go back to China empty. So if you put anything on it, you can pay as little as possible. Like 10 grand, you send the container across all the way to China because the containers are going back to China empty. It's high time that all those ships go back to China, they go back full with food because we need to feed them as well. We can go on there all day about Africa. I'm, I'm too passionate about it. But anyway, I, I think that captures it. No, no, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. And we share the same sentiment. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you very much for praising us, man. Uh, I wish you nothing but the best. But by your tenacity, I already know that you're going to be the part of the people that are going to make Africa, take Africa to its right place. Because you're already doing that and you're showing it. So, well, thank you for, yeah. for allowing us to document. 
Yeah, thank you for the invite. I really appreciate it. I hope that one day we'll we'll discuss on a much 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 more deeper deeper dive on other issues, particularly concerning Africa trade and business. That, uh, that, that's what I like to talk about, and that's what I like to find solution. You know, let, uh, let's just not talk, let's do. You know, just yeah, no, one no, no, action. Trust no, me, it makes a difference. True, true. We show the same ethos, yeah. man. Like uh, doing is better. Doing is faster than learning. That's the fastest way to learn is by doing. So exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, make yeah. mistakes. Don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 make some few mistakes. Trust me, you will learn much more than avoiding them. Just do it. You know, failures. It's part part of the process. There's nothing that you can do about it. You just have to do it. You can't avoid it. So. I'd rather embrace it as opposed to be scared. Oh, no, no, man. Uh, thank you, Asante Have a great weekend. Thank you very much. Sure, sure. Cheers. Come to you. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, uh, this episode was brought to you by Taumamoti, our host, Mondelo Oni, our executive producer, everything underscore Troy, our technical producer. And then our sponsor is Nature Cross, uh, Dot 40, Mordecai Publishers. If you need any publishing uh, help, uh, please reach to uh, Mondelo at Get Published on Twitter. Don't forget to, to like, subscribe, and share because we can only grow if we if we multiply. So thank you, thank you very much. Please subscribe and share. Please subscribe and share. Thank you.